First Presbyterian Church, Daily Reflections, Trust Bow. In the very last book of our Bible, we get this intense image painted for us by the author in chapter 4. Right after he writes some words to seven different churches in Asia Minor, he then describes being taken up into heaven and seeing the throne room of God. What he describes is something that we hardly can even imagine. The words probably even pale in comparison to what the actual image was. But it was a throne and there was a being sitting on the throne that was like Jasper and Carnelian, these shining um, different elements. And then around the throne, there were 24 elders seated on their own thrones with crowns on their heads. And then there were four creatures, four creatures that were described in a way that would make you shake, would make you tremble. And they were, one looked kind of like a, had a lion's face. One looked like it had an ox's face. One looked like it had the face of a, of a man. And one it looked like it had the face of an eagle. And they had six wings each and they flew around the throne and they were saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And then, as all the throng that were gathered together before the throne were praising the Lord, it says that each time praises were shouted out, the 24 elders would get off of their thrones, would bow before the throne of God, and they would place their crowns on the ground before his feet. What an amazing image of what it means to trust God. You see, here's 24 hour elders who were bestowed with their own authority, with their own glory, that were meant to be reflective of the glory of the throne of God. And yet, as they praise the God on that throne, they cast the authority given to them before the Lord's feet. And they make themselves surrender to the Lord. All their authority, all their glory is surrendered over to the one who is sitting on the rightful throne, God. They're casting their trust on him, bowing down before him. I think that trust is such an important part of the entirety of the story of Scripture because it is reflective of our position before the Lord. In the last few weeks, we've talked about Sabbath. We've talked about waiting. We've talked about Holy Week. And all of these things are really pointing us to the same thing, that God is in control, that God is in control and we are not, that God is good and that we don't understand always what God's definition of good is. But God has told us that he loves us and then has shown his love for us by becoming a human being and dying on the cross for us. What an amazing image of a God who would love us so much to give everything away to bring us back into relationship with him. This is a God worth trusting. This is a God worth casting your own definition of good, worth casting your own authority, 
your own hopes, your own desires, your own dreams, your own thoughts and visions about who you are down on the ground before him and allowing him to have the final say, to bow and trust before God. This is the goal of what it means to be a follower of God, to really love God, and to, to worship God in truth and in spirit. We're ending our week talking about trust today, but I hope that you continue to reflect on ways you can cast your trust upon God even during these times. God bless.